Welcome, welcome, welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's word in the church to expose the good, the bad, and the ugly. We engage in powerful conversation um, through the word of God so that God people will know the truth and the truth shall set them free. Glory, 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 glory to God. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shazorn, with Divine Order Restoration Ministries International, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. And it is such an honor to have you in the church with us on tonight. We bless God in this place. As we have a dynamic episode that he has put in place for each of you on tonight. And I'm telling you what God is getting ready to release as we engage in our male empowerment month. Um, I'm telling you, he's getting ready to start us off with a powerful episode. And you want everyone that you know to get in. On this conversation now I know I just said that this is male empowerment month but ladies wait one moment I do not want you to change the dial I don't want you to move from this broadcast and the reason is because as we engage in um, the men empowerment month I just know and believe that there's going to be strategies there's going to be revelation that is going to be released that is going to be released that you could use to help to help uh, the men that are in your life to be of uh, that support system that they need um, as well as they support you. And and I'm sure as we release the principles of God, amen, because of course we know he don't look at male or female, amen, um, oh, glory to God, and he shows no difference between the two. His principle are, is his principles. Uh, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And we just have to make sure as being children of God that we walk and live out the principles that God has established, amen, um, in our lives, amen, and establishing earth for his children um, in the name of Jesus. So I'm absolutely excited about what's getting ready to release. Go ahead and share, go ahead and share, share, share this broadcast on your social media platforms because you definitely want to get the opportunity, amen, um, for those that you know to be a part of what's getting ready to be released on tonight as we discuss the importance of spiritual leadership. Spiritual leadership I have in the studio with me a very powerful, anointed, um, amazing, um, dynamic man of God um, in the church with us on tonight. And God is getting ready to use him um, uh, once again as an outpour. Uh, into the lives of his children, empowering them to move and operate, amen, in the in the likeness, amen, um, in the likeness in which we've been created in, in the likeness of God. So I'm just absolutely excited about it. And as he just released, amen, what God has placed on the inside of him, and we dive into this conversation that mankind will know what it is that God is saying and how important spiritual leadership 
is in the life of an individual, an individual, because it definitely can change your course, change your course to sort like never before, amen, in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God. So let me introduce you to our guest on tonight, and then he's going to lead us in a prayer with the Lord, amen. So on tonight, we have as our studio guest, um, none other than Minister John E. Laws, lead minister and founder of the Omega International Prophetic Ministries. Now, this dynamic man of God, he is a radio personality, a radio personality. He is a, a gospel artist. Amen. And he is a powerful teacher of the gospel of truth. Yes, Apostle Designate Minister John E. Ross. Um, his new album, or new CD, um, that he has released entitled Remember Not Remember Now Thy Creator. You're gonna hear it throughout the broadcast on tonight. And we definitely, definitely, definitely want you to, we're going to get you the information so that you can obtain your copy of this powerful, the powerful work that God has released through him. Now, on Remember Now Thy Creator, it, uh, it also features King David the Vessel, new duo and rap artist Doctrine. And you can also follow him on Twitter at John Ross 1501 on Facebook, John E. Ross. On YouTube, you can follow him at John E. Ross. Also, you if you're on Facebook and you have a Facebook, you can join his Facebook group at Walking on Let's Talk. I'm sorry, Working on Let's Talk to the Lord. Gospel Radio TV show. In addition, go ahead and like his fan page. Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio Show and Omega International Prophetic Ministries fan book page as well, as well. And we're going to just talk to this dynamic vessel on tonight. You can also find him on various, on various, various, various um, platforms and radio stations as well. Um, as he is the creator and host of the Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio TV show on iHeart and WYTV7 and the speaker platform. But there are so many other outlets that his his that his work, amen, his his craft, his that in which God has given unto him, that you'll be able to find it throughout the world and we're going to talk a little bit more about that later so that you can find out all the places that you can contact this mighty powerful vessel this mighty powerful vessel um, and so we just bless God for all that he do everything that God has put his hand to and we thank God that on tonight on tonight on tonight we have this dynamic man of God um, in the church with us on tonight. Apostle Desert Me. Welcome, welcome in the church on tonight. 
God bless you, prophetess. It is a blessing to be here. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And Hallelujah. So, yes, yes. We're going to go ahead and go into prayer on tonight. And can you just go ahead and lead us into a word of prayer? Yes. Hallelujah. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus on this in the church broadcast, and we ask you, Lord, to send your anointing and send your power, send a word from the heavens to the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to crush every demonic influence, every demonic interruption, every demonic attack, every demonic spirit that will try to interrupt this broadcast and that is trying to attack your kingdom. We crush it and we decree and declare victory right now in the name of Jesus. But Lord, we ask you to send your word, God. Send a word, send a powerful word that will reach your people, that will give them an understanding, a greater understanding to knowing who you are and the relationship that they have with you. And Lord, we ask you to bless prophetess, bless every effort that she does everything that she touches, every foot, every step that her feet take, I decree and declare blessed, 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 blessed by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen and amen. Amen to God be the glory. Thank yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Y'all go ahead and just give God amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. God, we bless your name in the church on tonight. Glory. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Apostle Destiny, for that powerful, powerful prayer. Um, and glory to God as hallelujah. God just opened up the heavens to release into his people on tonight. His people yeah. on tonight. So tonight we're gonna discuss the importance of spiritual leadership, spiritual leadership. And so I'm going to, you know, just ask you the question, you know, how important is spiritual leadership in the life of God's people? Prophetess, spiritual leadership is so important because a good spiritual leader wants the mentorees to fully discover who they are and who God has created them to be. You know, we must be careful of leadership that will put you in a box and, and try to discourage your elevation in the kingdom of God. That will try and undermine your development. They want you to do as they do, and they want you to be a carbon copy of them. They want you to do as they do and say and how they say. But keep in mind, prophetess and kingdom, that that is only kingdom effective if we are following closely the teachings of Christ Jesus. And we are striving to walk as Christ walked. He, because it is too important because of the fact that in doing so, we will create discipleship that will bring them into their created purpose and after God's holy and perfect will and not ours or the mentoree every or the mentor every one of jesus's followers were all different but jesus did not try to change their individuality but he discipled their relationship with god through his own relationship as god's son 
and but many in the churches today view that sometimes as a threat because they feel like the revelation and the anointing that is coming from their mentorees exposes their own lack in their relationship. So that's why spiritual leadership is important because it allows you to be all and everything God wants you to be and created you to be without limitations. Because we realize in the kingdom that the greater our mentorees become, it brings out the greatness of our God and the wisdom of the mentor. Awesome. You said quite a bit. On, on tonight, uh, quite a bit yeah. tonight, and you know, even as you was talking, Apostle um, Desanid, and as you was talking, and, and as you begin to talk about, make you know, spiritual leaders, good spiritual leaders, will yeah. make sure that those that they are mentoring, that they keep their um, the authenticness about themselves. They yeah. will make sure that they does they do not lose the value. In which God has created them through their purpose, through their purpose, and we do have a major issue in in, in the body of Christ at large, um, where we are, where we want um, individuals, where you know there are some leaders that want those that are under them to mimic, to imitate, to duplicate yeah. who they are. They're they're duplicating, you know, themselves, or they're trying to duplicate themselves. In, in, in their area of discipleship, and you're right, it's, it's causing the body to be dysfunction. And the reason yeah. being is because, you know, every part in the body, every member of the body have its own specific thing um, that God has called for for them to do. And that's that, that uniqueness um, that has been that, that authentic um, piece on the inside of us that makes us different but at the same time, when it all comes together and works together, you know, it, it causes the body to function appropriately. And so we need the uniqueness um, that God had created on the, in each, every last one of us to be cultivated, to be matured and nurtured um, into its own right so that the glory of God can be ushered in the land of the living not like never before. And so, you know, as I was hearing you talk, I mean, the spiritual Pharaoh, which is something that I write about um, in my book um, yeah. where, uh, you know, we oppress and suppress, you know, the gift of uh, oppress and suppress. We know in the book of Exodus that, um, that Pharaoh, you know, he came and he seen the anointing. He seen the power of God upon the Israelites. He seen how God was fruitful in, you know, in, in their life. And as him being leader in the land, you know, he became fearful. So I, I do want to talk a moment right here because we do have a lot of leaders that are under the the, the spirit of Pharaoh, um, have that spirit of Pharaoh going on in them, and they they have mentors, I mean mentees that they are supposed to um, cultivate and, and mature in, in their gifts, in, in, in their talent, who it is that God has called for them to be. But they see the greatness, but instead of having it mature, they suppress it. They, they yeah. cover it up and they try to change it. So Teacher. Let's, let's talk to these. Um, let, let's 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 talk tonight, Amen, about this, so that we can help somebody. Um, number one, if you're up, if the leader, though, somebody on the sound of our voice, if you are one of those, um, let's talk about how we can break. How can they break free 
from, you know, operating under the spirit of Pharaoh with the understanding of what God has given unto them as a leader um, to, 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 to help their, to help those that are, that they are leading to be birthed into what it is that God has called forth unto them. And how can they break that, that spirit of Pharaoh instead of choking the life out of, of, of the, the people of God and oppressing them and suppress and suppressing them, but allowing them to grow freely and mature in what it is that God has called for them to do. You know, it's time to stop. It's time for those in the kingdom to stop being prophets so intimidated of someone else's anointings and 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 exposure cuz i could so that you know if 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 they have to stop that um because what is taking place is is as that exposure um is 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 drawing a negative energy to the body of Christ, as you have said, and you know, I could, you know, so many times I could see what God was doing, you know, in their in in my life as I was in this particular situation myself. But what you have to do through that is you, it really takes a relationship to really stay connected with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's really in the fruitfulness of our relationship. And it really is it comes through our prayer life, and we really have to stay connected to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because we have to follow closely God, the Holy Spirit, and He will lead and guide us and show us what to do if we're in that situation, so that we don't, you know, we don't want to walk off from our assignment. We want to complete our assignment, so we don't want to move too fast. We don't want to move too hastily. But I am a living witness, prophetess. That because I have come up with difficult situations that since my rebirth, and because I have had those situations, now and, and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord Jesus, all right, I, I, I'm in a I'm in a tough situation where Satan is trying to manipulate me. He's trying to get me upset. He's trying to halt the plans that you have that you have given me to, to in ministry to begin this ministry. And so, Lord, I need some wisdom. I need some knowledge. I need you to lead. You said in your word that you would make every crooked path straight. And so, Lord, I need you to lead me and guide me. And if you are really serious and really living fruitful lives and you have the fruit of the Spirit in operation in your ministry in your character that's what that's right there is where love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance it all comes together for us right there in our character so we don't want to react we don't want to overreact but we want to um, move according to the spirit of god so that our our growth is not stunted, but yet we are able to yet navigate on through and create and complete our created purposes. And so there was times where, you know, I had to follow the Holy Spirit. I was like, oh, Holy Spirit, the this person is trying to do this to block me, to sabotage me, to to uh, to get me to stop. And so, Lord, okay, which way do I go? And then how do I proceed? And so we know as we follow the teachings of Christ, you know, we know that sometimes people are going to get offended. 
However, but we don't want to um, be, um, the scriptures declare that we are to be wise as serpents, but harmless as a dove. So we're trying not to harm, but we know that we have a purpose that we have to complete. And so it really takes a real strong prayer and worship life for God to navigate. And God began to navigate me through that little obstacle course that Satan had set up to try to stop me from completing what God had for me to complete. And I tell you, prophetess, when once I begin to walk through it as agitated and as aggravated as I was becoming at times, I was able to look back and see before I knew it, I had come through it and was completing what God had commanded me to complete. Amen. Uh, that is absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. And it and he said a spirit led life. Yeah. A spirit led life. And you know, in even in that spirit led life and, I, and I'm sure, you know, I'm Apostle Desiree, I, I'm sure that through this walk and, and through just being led by the spirit of, of truth and even in you know, the, the rough times and in the time where, you know, the, the blockage and things of that nature is there. I, I'm sure, and I, and I want to talk about that a, a little bit as well. You know, the, the what was being produced, even in you, you know, during that time um, that you was going through um, dealing with, you know, the oppression or, you know, um, the, the, the delay or, or being, you know, trying to people trying to sabotage that in which God had called forth on the inside of you because I'm sure during your time of endurance, during the time of endurance, um, that there were that the spirit of the Lord was just producing even more and more on the inside of you to let you um see, you know, what's really in you, what's really in you and what's really, you know, on the inside of you, um, as well. And so I, I absolutely love it, a spirit-led life, and, and he'll lead you um, what to do, when to do, and how to do it so that it'll be done in a spirit of excellence. And, and, and he'll, it'll be done in a spirit of excellence. And then as you was talking, I heard, I called on the Lord. And he yeah. delivered me <laughs> from all of my troubles. You know, he delivered me from all of my troubles. And, and so God is our deliverer he is surely our deliverer and he will deliver us from any and everything amen that comes up against our prophetic destiny that's one of the things that i love about god um, um apostle is that he definitely 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 um watches his word so that it can be performed so that it can be performed and 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 i bless god um for that i definitely definitely bless god um for that and so Amen. So, well, go ahead. You know, prophetess, spiritual leadership is very important also because a kingdom leader will lead you and guide you according to God's holy, pure, and fruitful word and stress that your number one priority is being holy, being pure, and being fruitful according to the word of God and not how I think or feel. They lead others into transformation. The kingdom functions at its peak when they function out of relationship and identity of who they are in Christ. 
love it. So you say, it guide you. You know, they lead you and guide you in the principle, in in, in the, the principles of the kingdom of God. And, yeah. and, I, and you said, and they call you, they hold you accountable. Oh, I love that. They they place you in a they put you in a place of accountability. Yes. Yeah. To to live a lifestyle that is holy and pure before God, and 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 hold you to accountable and hold you accountable in that in which God has called forth for you to do. Yeah. For you to do um, specifically. So I absolutely love that. So let, let's talk about you know that accountability piece as it deals with you know a, the spiritual leader because. I, I, it is my belief. It, it is my belief that you know that the leader, because uh, in, in 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 the church, in the body at large, the body at large, we can find and we can identify that there are spiritual leaders that do not know, that do not know those who they are mentoring. They can have not cannot identify, or have not identified, or tried, or or, or what are. And maybe, or maybe have, or they just don't deal with it. What it is that God has placed inside of those that they are leading. Many churches just do not mature, do not work at developing those, um, the gift that's in the people because um, they don't look at ways to identify or spend the time that is required to identify so that it can be nurtured. So let's talk about that for a moment. Because um, I, I think that's something that we need to, in in in, in the at the in the body of Christ at large, that we need to begin to take a hold to, so that we can begin to develop the people of God into what it is that God has called for for them to be, so that Amen. Um, so that the that the glory of God can begin to move in the earth like never before. And you said it, you just said it, Prophetess, that is the goal for spiritual leadership so that the, our mentorees can be everything that God wants them to be and that God has created to them to be and not a, a carbon copy of us. And then we have to be careful not to allow ourselves to become intimidated because of somebody else's anointing or somebody else's success. We cannot allow that because then that that begins to show your own uh, inadequacies with yourself and in your own walk with Christ and in your own relationship. So it is very important that we push them to be everything that God has for them to be. And again, not to be a carbon copy of me, but we want to stress holiness, pureness, fruitfulness, and that revelation in God's Word. Pattern your life after Christ and in God's Word. And if you stress those key important factors in those that you are mentoring, then the other issues, it, 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 all, it's, it's all, it will all uh, take care of itself. You know, you won't spend so much time, you know, um, being more of like a parent, um, you know, um, when you, you know, you don't want to try to control or manipulate nobody's life, but you don't want to treat another adult as a child. So, and so, and I know sometimes, you know, um, we need to be guided a little in the process so that we're not getting too far ahead of ourselves. And so that is, again, where relationship is key. As you stress holiness, 
pureness, fruitfulness, a prayer life, and a study life in God's Word, and you're teaching them the revelation of God's Word. And as you put that word in them, that will take care of a lot of those other issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're absolutely right uh, because it's the word that changes. It's the yes. word that brings about the change. It's the word of God. It's the word of God that brings about the change, that brings about um, the transformation, you know, yeah. in, in the life of, of individuals. And, you know, I was just here. know thinking about uh, you know christ and the disciples and you know as he chose them you know he knew each one of them and so for for leaders on tonight what what do you think are some best practices for them to begin to identify or be able to identify you know those that god has called forth unto them so that they can begin to cultivate what it is that god has um that cultivate um, those that God is using them to mentor um, to get where it is that God desires for them to, to be. I think that the person really has to realize how they impact the atmosphere because they are in tune with God and God the Holy Spirit, and they can begin to shift the atmosphere into the favor of God. And that is a must because in that shift, demons are crushed and sent to the lake of fire. And so once demons leave the atmosphere, then that ushers in the presence of God to begin to work healing and miracles and deliverance and worship. We have to fall in love with God. We have to fall in love with Jesus. We have to fall in love with God's Holy Spirit. And as we love them, if we teach them to love them, and as they fall in love with him and begin to connect in their own pure relationship with him, that will take care of a whole world of issues. Now, if you're dealing with somebody who is, 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 now if we're talking about a sin issue and they're, they're not quite dedicated to, to, um, to God, they're struggling in their walk with God. Now it's time a little bit maybe to back up a little bit and spend a little bit more time, um, in in maybe Bible study, a little bit more prayer time and prayer meeting, a little bit more um, motivational, you know, to try to motivate the mentorees in, into really loving God. But really, it has to be them. They have to make that decision on their own. You know what I'm saying? They have to decide, it's for God I live and it's for God I die. And and if their heart is totally committed and has been transformed, because we're talking about transformation, to the will and the word of God, then you won't have a whole lot of problems. But if you are, then that's where you want to stop and really begin to seek the Lord as far as what God's will is for the life of the person that you are mentoring. Amen. Seek the will. Seek the will. And and that's absolutely um, important, you know, especially in in, in leadership and, 
knowing the will of God for an individual that that will help us um, as that help leaders that help leaders um, um, better in the way that they mentor the way that they they coach the way that you know even the way that they teach in in, in their train because um it's it's not um, you know everybody is not the same and because we're Amen. so uniquely designed by God we're so uniquely designed by God. Um, and because of that uniqueness of the design by God, you know, um, we, we all learn and grab as well uh, in, in different ways. And so, uh, you know, even, you know, with, with, with the Christ, with Jesus Christ, amen, um, glory to God, you know, thank you, Jesus. he knew that those that, you know, he, those that he kept, you know, closer to him, you know, than others. And, you know, even the way that, you know, he spoke to, to some of them versus the way that he spoke to others as well. And so he, in I think, I think he spoke to them and he taught them, you know, in the manner in which of their understanding and the, in the manner of which um, that they would be able to grasp even the concept of, of what it is that he was preaching and teaching about the kingdom of God, the principles in the kingdom of God. And so that makes a major difference um, in, in, in the life of an individual, even as we are mentoring, as they're being mentored by leaders, by leaders, um, and, and being, you know, teaching that unadulterated, you know, teaching that unadulterated um, word of, of truth, of truth, and, and showing no partiality as well. Because I know sometimes you'll find in, um, in, in at large on, on leaders sometimes that there are some partialities where, you know, some can get away with what others don't get away with. And you can also find as well, you know, um, in, in leadership as well, um, where there is not a, a lot of where, where the word can be... Um, um, it, the, the word is not um, unadulterated, and so yeah. when, when you're getting a, a word that is not un, unadulterated, you're not getting the pureness of the word. And when the yeah. word is not pure, when the word is not pure, it contaminates. Yeah, it, it infects, it damages those that we are, those that leaders are mentoring, um, and it and it and it, and it hurts their growth and development in the call and with yeah. you know that's what the altar is for a lot of times we got to spend some more time on the altar amen we amen. have to spend some altar that that is what the altar is for to spend some time before god in worship on the altar really praying praying them on through you know, that's what it's going to take sometimes before they can get to that next level. If you're dealing with a person that's struggling in that area, again, I always stress the word of God. If they are really, if you're really teaching and putting that word in them and revelation is beginning to come forth in their life and their understanding, their zeal, their fire, their anointing, their power, and they're really seeking after God, I tell you, it, it really takes care of a lot of other um, issues where Satan sometimes will try to come in and, and cause distractions, you know, and, and, and get them off course. You know, it's important because the mentorees, as they grow and gain a following, 
it will be because they are rooted and grounded in Christ and not because of the title of the mentor. They will prove themselves to be authentic because they stepped out of the box onto the water and they begin to walk with Jesus. Right, and so I'm just saying that that per- personal, the personal um, walk with the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is is very very vital. It, it's very very vital in 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 our in our calling and what it is that we're called to do, and and so it, it has to become personalized. Have to become personalized, and even as I'm, I'm hearing you talk, um, as you talk about being rooted in Christ, and so sometimes you have. So many people, they're rooted, you know, they're rooted in their leader. They're rooted and, you know, they're, they're, they're not rooted in their relationship um, in Christ Jesus. I remember one time, you know, you know, speaking with the Lord, spending my time with the Lord. And as he began to minister to me and he was talking about, you know, his sheep did not know his voice. And, and, and the reason being because, you know, they, the voice of man, um, they, they yielded to the voice of man more than they yielded to his voice yeah. because of their lack of relationship with yeah. him. They have a greater, their relationship is, is much greater. They And, and, and they, they spend um, so much time building these relationships with, with man. And, and it does a great danger um, in yeah. that when it comes to um, our relationship with God because then we, we begin to, uh, and he begins to talk about how, you know, the idol worship, idol worshiping was going forth because yeah. now, you know, ment- the mentees have built the idol, you know, with, with their mentors and, yeah. and it was a breakdown yeah. in the way that they should go and what it is they were supposed to be doing. And so it was hindering their personal walk with the Lord um, as well. So a- as a leader um, and, you know, we have to be so careful um, about that. Some leaders, they don't, some, some leaders, they may do, you know, some, there are some that, that are trying to make many me. Mm-hmm. And, but then you have some who it, they're, they're not trying to make many me. They're looking to lead, you know, those to Christ. And, but unfortunately, um, sometimes, you know, the, the mentee, they, they build up, you know, that, that, that altar of, of idol worship. Yeah. That's why they have to be rooted in Christ, because the the tests and trials of life are going to come. It's coming. And and we know that Apostle Paul, he lets us know that, that the trying, we're going to be tried by the fire. Our works are going to be tried by God's fire. You know, it's, it's not if it's going to be tried, it's when it's going to be tried. Okay, so what we want to get the mentorees prepared for is to be rooted and grounded in Christ so that when, and if they're rooted and grounded in him, then when God stops by, you know, to visit, to try the work, then they will pass with flying colors because that's what they want to pass they want to pass god's inspection not yes. man's inspection <laughs> i like that about <laughs> you 
Yes, Lord. We want to pass God's inspection. We want to pass that holy fire test, not man's fire test. Because when the trials of life come, and we know it's coming as long as we live in this unrepented world, it's coming. We have to be rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus. And then if we teach the mentorees to be rooted and grounded in him, then they will be like fruitful trees that is planted by the rivers of water. And when the storms of life come, they will not bend, they will not bow. Amen. You're absolutely right. Say, look, I want to pass God's inspection because when the fire comes, everything that is not pure. Oh, teacher. Teacher. that is not pure. It, it, it is going, it is, it, it, it is, it is going to be incinerated. It is, yeah. you know, th- those things, are, they, they don't, they don't count. And so that's why, you know, they have so many, you said, look, um, I cast out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. And he said, you know, you work of iniquity. I never knew you, you know, that, that, that you, you know, the gift is without repentance. It, it is, uh, according to God, but you know, the motive in which you did, in which you was using the gift and the things in which you did, you know, you, you would, you, the test was right in that, you know, uh, yeah. the test was in your motive. What was in your heart? What was the intention yeah. of your heart when you did what, when you was doing what you were doing yeah. and, and, and you were doing it, you know, for namesake, you were doing it for fame. You were doing it for fortune. You were doing it for so many other things um, and for so many other things for your own selfish benefit. Yeah. Because you wasn't rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus. You, you know, yeah. so many are rooted and grounded in the things of the world, are rooted and grounded, you know, in, in everything but Christ. And, and and sometimes, you know, things look good. Yeah. And, and But with God, God judges the heart. Yeah. He judges the heart of man. And, and, if, and if people are not taught to have that love life that you were talking about, that love walk, with, with God, yeah. with with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, you know, with the Holy Spirit, uh, not not taught to have that love life, then they can find themselves, you know, doing things um, that look good to the eye of man, and that look as yeah. if it's a key, it's building the kingdom, but it's really have a lot of selfish motives behind it, that behind it, and so we definitely, 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 and and, and when it comes to that inspection by God, when it comes yeah. to that inspection. Um, it is, it is of not, you know, it is as if, you know, you, you, you did, you did not one of them. Why? Because of what was in the heart and one wasn't rooted in Christ. You know, you didn't do it for the Lord. You did it for your, you know, you did it for your leader or you, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you did it for somebody else or, you know, and things of that nature. So you definitely have to watch out for that. Go ahead. Um, Apostle. Or they did it to build a fan club. Oh, fan club. <laughs> Real <laughs> because the greatest part of of leadership is discipleship. So now, as the mentorees is growing, now it's time to teach those who are coming along with them. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. Now it's now it's time to teach others. Now it's time to start branching. That tree now starts needs to start branching into society, into the churches on the job, at the grocery store, in the neighborhood. Now we want to start branching. And so then others, as they begin to come, as God begins to draw them to our ministries, to our creative purpose, whatever that is, now we want to begin to pass that mallet on. And as we begin to pass it on, then that tree begins, then it begins to grow. Now we have a whole forest 
that is rooted and grounded in Christ. But a lot of people don't look at that because then there's strength, then there's power, then there's anointing, then there's the overflow, then there's healing, then there's supernatural workings, healings that are taken, miracles begin to take place. When that happens, successful leadership is realizing that the church is the bride of Christ, and we love the church. The church is the body of Christ, and we should build it up. It was Jesus who gave us this good news of the gospel, but the reality that we face in this season is the understanding of God's kingdom. And through the presence of Jesus Christ, the King, and we must begin to shift from just thinking of kingdom, uh, church thinking of kingdom. We cannot put the kingdom inside the church. It's the church through Christ that's the birthplace for the kingdom. We cannot we we cannot continue to try to reduce ministry vision to auxiliaries and conventions, departments, meetings, boards, and musicals. But we must begin to ask God through Jesus Christ for kingdom vision, because when we are kingdom minded, we begin to seek God to 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 heal the wounds of today's societies and neighborhoods and and workplaces and communities. We we have a deeply wounded people out here. We have a hurting society and that needs healing in the name of Jesus. So that is important for the kingdom life. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, um, and it is it's wrapped up, amen, again, in love, amen. Yeah. That, having starting, that, that love being um, the, the, the starting point. You know, because, amen, without love, without love, we can try and make the attempt, you know, uh, to do a thing. And, you know, and I love it because he said, look, you, you can you can speak in tongues and, you know, you can do you can prophesy. Uh, it sounds like angels and, you know, and but if without love, you have nothing. You, know, yeah. you have absolutely nothing. And so you can you can go and feed the homeless and you can go and do all these things, these activities. We have all these great programs and, you know, and, and all these things. But if you don't have love, you have absolutely nothing. And so it takes the it takes the love of God, it takes that agape love to even begin to shift in a kingdom mindset where we can yeah. come to a place and see a hurting people. Because it, it, it when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, whenever he came, wherever he came, Great, his feet was graced in in anywhere in the region, and there were people that was hurting. Um, you had compassion came, yeah, and as the compassion of God um showed up, Amen. He he healed, Amen. Through the yeah. compassion, through the love, um, you know, he healed. It wasn't about him. It, it it wasn't, you know, he wasn't looking to be served, and that's a whole nother, you know, he was he came to serve. And, and through that servanthood, uh, you know, that, that compassion of being kingdom-minded, you know, loving the people and seeing what is it that I can do, what need, um, that, what need is a, that's available that we can do to solve, what, what need in the community, what need that's in the, even in, 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 our, in our churches, what is the need that is here that, that the people, what do the people need so that they can be healed, so they can be delivered? What need um, that is there so that even people can begin to see the vision of God for in the things in which they have even God has called for for them to do? What are the things that are locking up their vision? What are the things that are locking 
of their purpose. What are those, even those type of needs? Because the, the, the people that are that that God has given leaders to mentor, you know, the things that's on the inside of them, you know, it is to be unlocked and cultivated, just like you said, so that they can go out into their prospective places, areas that God has called for for them to do, um, to, to help somebody else, to help somebody else. And so that also we can unify, we can unify in the kingdom of God with knowing that, look, one person, we don't hold all the answers. We don't hold everything um that is needed to help a dying people but as yeah. we work we use the gift that god has given unto us and we connect with one another we can do great exports um in, yeah. in, in the world through unifying within what it is that we have because then when we come into this place of unity then we come into a place where the body really begins to function in the yeah. manner in which it should we all have our own little lights, right, in our perspective yeah. places. But when the lights begin to join together, how much yeah. greater is the light? I know that's right. And, you know, it's, it's back to one word that we just said, discipleship. Yes, discipleship. You're absolutely right. Discipleship, Effective. that's what it is. Discipleship makes a healthy, strong kingdom. Yes, you're absolutely right. Effective discipleship, effective discipleship nurturing, cultivating, and then allowing them, because this is the other thing, allowing them to go, those who we're discipling, to go out and do what it is that they've been called to do. Go, They go out and make, you know, disciples throughout the nation and, you know, and not keep them in a place because another issue that we do deal with in the church is that, you know, I'll teach you and I'll train you, but I won't use you. I won't yeah. allow you to be utilized. And, you know, and, 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 and that is a hindrance in the body of Christ. You know, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to disciple you, and then let you go and disciple others, let you go and do um, what it is that God has called for for you to do, where you're doing yeah. it from a pure heart, being rooted in, and grounded in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Well, you're not creating a fan base, but what you're doing, you're you're taking the same principles, the same thing that, that you were taught under your mentor and going applying it and that you will go and apply it and yeah. you'll go make disciples and those that you disciple they'll go make disciples and then yeah the and next thing you know you know you're building the kingdom you're yeah, building Lord. the kingdom of god with um kingdom-minded people amen yes, each Lord. one reach one amen yes ma'am um, glory to god and then we begin to build you know nations and and and, and we begin to spread amen um the work of our lord and savior jesus christ Throughout the world. Amen. Throughout the world. Amen. We're going to get ready to take a break here, right here in the church. We're going to get ready to take a break. And as we take this break on tonight, what we'd like for you to do is yes, go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platform, share it in your groups and things of that nature. Um, share it up in with, with your the ministers, share it with, you know, your. Uh, friends who are in leadership and things of that nature as you see that we're definitely engaged in something very very powerful that the church needs to hear about so that we can begin to make some trans uh, some transformations within the church so that we can begin to move and advance the kingdom of god like never before as we understand the importance of spiritual leadership amen um glory to god thank you jesus we'll be right back in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
days come not, nor the years come nigh. Thou should have no pleasure in thee. Jesus is gone and wipe your ear. He's soon to come. It's never too late. What you give in your life today? Do you remember?
hear the calling? Do you hear the calling? Do you hear God calling you? You were just listening to Remember Not Thy Creator by none other than the Apostle Desiree John E. Ross. Amen. Glory to God. If you like that track right there, go ahead and go over to Amazon or iTunes and pick it up. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Very, very powerful, powerful song. We thank God. Amen. For all of the gifting that he has in this dynamic man of God. We do want to welcome you back to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast, where we are shining the light of God's word on on the church or in the church on tonight. And tonight we're dealing with the importance of spiritual leadership, the importance of spiritual leadership. You know, before we left, we talked about so many different things. We talked about so many different things. We talked about, you know, some of the characteristics of a good leader and, and how they would train their mentors to, to walk in the image and the likeness of Christ. They would train them to imitate Christ Jesus, not themselves. Uh, we, we talked about how they would, you know, pour into them the truth of God's word, um, calling them to a place of accountability, to live in holiness, um, pureness, um, and to be fruitful, uh, fruitful in, uh, in the things of God. In addition, you know, how to, they would train them and equip them to be and move in there in the identity that Christ has given unto them. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, how to live that life pattern after our Lord and Savior, um, Jesus Christ. We talked about, you know, discipleship and its importance um, see, in the life of, of, of leaders and their mentors and how, you know, discipleship, uh, making disciples, amen, that go out and make other disciples that begin to build of a healthy body, amen, and our Lord and Savior, um, Christ Jesus, so that the glory of God can manifest in the earth like never before, where we would see the healing, miracle signs, and wonders, amen, and manifest God's people, amen, so yes, glory to God, so we're getting ready now um, to deal with um, building the temple, amen, building the yeah. building. Um, that in which that, that God has given, um, but building it, amen, where God is the center of it, amen, yeah. uh, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, so that, so that, that it will be that which um, lasts forever, that it will be that place yeah. where God dwells, because we know wherever God dwells, um, glory to God, it is a place that is the same. So let's talk about that, um, Apostle. Yes, when we're talking about building the kingdom of God, we're talking about building a place that God will dwell. God gave David by revelation the plans by layout of the temple in First Kings the sixth chapter. When Solomon began to build the temple, it was built by God's specifications because God planned to live there, meaning God wanted to dwell there in a very special way. So we must build with that in mind. And so we can't kingdom build without God. We have to build according to God's revelation and command. And we have to build in a way that will continually manifest God's glory and God's 
presence we build from and in our relationship with God. We cannot build from any other source because God's divine presence will not be in it. And many are building with God's divine, with, without God's divine presence. And that is so important because we are building, to, like we said, to reach a dying world. So then let's bring it on home, prophetess. If God said, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not uh, bear false witness against thy neighbor. If God said that, then God meant what he said. So then that means that our lives have to come up. Hello, somebody. So that God can dwell in us and in what we are doing. We have to walk holy. We have to, we have to walk, live, preach, teach, sing. The life that we live, preach, teach, and sing about, we have to, we have to walk according to God's will. Our lives have to back it up. We can't walk slew-footed. We can't be in and out. We can't be flipping and dipping and tipping. We have to walk correct, upright, straight, and holy according to God's holy and perfect will, or else we God's presence will not dwell with us in that special way. Amen, amen. And so it's important. That's that's a, another reason that in this bidding of this relationship with God, that's why intimacy with Him is so important, so that you know He can in His Word, His Word, in in studying the word and praying before the Lord, meditating, you know, before before the Lord as well, spending that intimate time with the Lord and it, to give you what it is that you need so that the word of God can wash you, that it can purify you. The word said, you know, God, God sanctify, sanctify them through the word so that the word can sanctify, you know, us and purge us from those things so that we can get rid of, you know, the anger, the, the um, bitterness, the wrath, um, the slander, the gossiping, you know, um, adultery, fornication, homosexuality, and all those type of things because God just does not dwell. God cannot dwell in the midst of sin. Yes, and right. He cannot dwell in the midst of sin, and I don't care how we try to dress it up and how we try to make it up and all these these other these other things. That's why it's important that we teach the unadulterated word of truth when we um, yeah. teach the unadulterated word of truth. And you know, and again, we're not offending anybody or anything of that nature. Like we just speak you the truth, and we know that the word of God it is it is given and inspired by God and breathed by God. To give instructions, to rebuke, to reprove, you know, to correct, you know, as well, uh, you know, because we don't know it all and, and, and everything that we need to know is in the word, but sometimes we miss it. And so that's why we have to, you know, especially we have to teach and train what it, the truth of God's word. We can't sugarcoat anything because when we sugarcoat things, we call, we begin to get people to build lies and live lifestyle. Yeah that isn't pure, that isn't holy, and, and now their life is contaminated, and God does not dwell in them. God does not dwell in their presence because he cannot, again, um, dwell in sin. And then, not only that, and, and then it takes it further. You know, that's in our personal life. But then, you know, even when we come into the corporate setting, yeah. that it, it, it impacts because of what is taking place. And, and, and then, we, then, you know, so many places don't even realize that the glory of God is not there. 
But Amen. they do all, you know, they're doing all the different things, and we have these programs and the music department and of the chain and the preaching and of the chain and all this other stuff. But God is not there because the house is full of sin. Amen. From the pulpit to the back door. Amen. <laughs> and God is not dwelling in that place because nobody is standing up for righteousness. Nobody is standing up for holiness. Nobody is taking. Nobody is taking a stand in the Word of God. And I just like to make a look. We gotta raise up in our, you know, in, in in our way of living, in our way of thinking. We gotta begin to come and dwell in the thoughts of God. Amen. Um, glory to God, and begin to live in that holy lifestyle. We cannot, you know, bring the. We cannot. Uh, uh, think we cannot lower our standards. We can don't cannot think that God is going to lower His standards to come and so that we can live out of our flesh. It's just not going to happen. Amen. That is not how the Lord operate whatsoever, whatsoever. And 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 that's why we have to have leaders who would stand up and and tell the truth. You cannot be consumed with who's going to stay and who's going to leave. How Man. much money gonna leave? You know, gonna leave um, from the church when you get up and stand and, and tell the truth. You can't worry about how many supporters, uh, how many more, how many supporters gonna be left when you stand up and tell the truth. Because at the end of the day, God is gonna hold you accountable. Amen. For every soul, every soul that he has that that you are supposed to that you that he's called for you to mentor and that you have led astray because you're not teaching and training them in the pure unadulterated word so that they can live in a holy lifestyle and unto the lord so that amen so that their, their lifestyle can be an example of the true and vibrant true and living god being vibrant in their lives so that everything they do everything that they touch that it prospers in the lord why because God is dwelling there. Amen. And so just like the man of God, look, we cannot build anything in the absence of God because anything that is built in the, with the absence of God is going to be just like anything else. When the wind comes, when the turbulence comes, when the trials and tribulations and all those other things come, especially when God's inspection comes. Amen. We're going to be burnt up. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> only thing, only thing gonna last is anything. The yeah, only thing gonna last is that which is pure. Amen. So I take you to the fire. You gonna come out as pure gold. Go ahead, Apostle. Amen. Because that's what I start preaching. Because <laughs> that the word said that that it, it God said this word it would be like one that just barely escaping the fire, the flame. Yeah, <laughs> you know when he gets through trying us by trying us by the fire. But you know what I was really thinking, Prophetess, was when it comes to the temple and when it comes to what God is building and 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 I love the old testament because the old testament kind of lets you know what God expects now I know Jesus has come and and he's he, when he came he took it to the next level but that old testament I mean when I begin to study that old testament and learn it kind of lets you know what God expects for, from you so then when you get over to the new testament you're not being having to make a lot of adjustments cuz you already know from the old testament mm -hmm. what he's expecting so now let's look at the tabernacle when you look at okay. the diagram of the tabernacle in the old testament the altar was outside 
Now, we teach in the New Testament church, you know, just come on in and then, you know, the Holy Spirit will, will you know, when it's that time, your predestined time to, to come to God, he will penetrate your heart and then you find yourself either coming down to the altar or, you know, beginning to receive God right there in your seat. But just think about it from the Old Testament perspective just for a moment. The altar was outside. So if the altar was outside where they did the sacrifices, then that meant that once they entered the temple, they were already expected to have already reconciled their sin differences outside. Mm -hmm. So if that was the expectations in the Old Testament, then that lets us know that, you know, we can't just wait till we get to church. Hello, somebody. Amen. Amen. We we can we cannot um uh, if if all this is taking place outside and then we come in already then we have the the holies of holies and then the most holies. We're so we're talking about gradual steps getting closer in our relationship to God. So. I tell you those inward parts the 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 liver the heart the kidneys those those inward parts that were so vital that God said to remove that had to be removed because God needed a transformation on the inside mm-hmm. Hello somebody Hello so that lets us know for those of us who think that we need to wait till we get to church before we get it together we need to be getting it together right now right where we are now in the new testament times god is right where we are we need to be getting it together at home before we even leave home absolutely okay by the time we get to church we should already have it together Hello, somebody. Then, then as that happens, then the power of God and the anointing of God will begin to draw others on in. And so then once they come in, then the power of God can begin to move effectively amongst the kingdom of God. Amen. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That, you know, the God that we serve. The God that we serve, you know, sometimes, you know, we just serve him that Sunday and, and maybe Bible study throughout the week. And and we have yeah. to change our lifestyle, our lifestyle yeah. and when it comes to that, because he's a 24-7 God. He's yeah. a 24-7 God. And, and then again, it's all about that personal relationship. Um, yeah. I tell them all the time, you know, you know, the, the pastors, um, leaders, you know, they they give you what they can in the time frame. In, yeah. in which they have, which is not a whole lot. And and so it's it's up to the believer, the believer, yeah. you know, out of the love of God, you know, to study and show thyself approved, out of the love of God, to be before the Lord and 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 build in this relationship that we have with him, communing with him, you know, studying his word and you know, and, and things of that nature, getting it right, reconciling, you know, with God. And I love it because you know, the, you can tell the difference in an atmosphere where individuals yeah. have been soaking themselves in the presence of God before yeah. they made it into 
the church building before they yeah. made it into the house of God, and it, it makes a whole, it, it makes a whole different. It changed the course of uh, of a service as well because when people have when people are together under uh, under one body and they've been soaking in the presence of God in their personal life, what happens when we come um together um in in the corporate setting? It overflows. But what the one thing that I love about it is that it it synchronizes everyone. Mm-hmm. Into this place of unity. Yes. Into this place of unity, and every they become one as the body, as the body because of what they've been doing in their personal life, and it gives a worship experience. So you come in there ready to worship God. You come in there ready to praise God. You know, people come in there. You know, you come in there ready, and in that way, you know what, Apostle, we ain't got you. You ain't got a pump and prime. I, I know that's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> because they come in there on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why God needs change on that inward part. That is what yeah. is so precious is that inward change. And we need to already be changed once we hit the door. Now, I'm not really talking about sinners right here, even though in that time, hello, we have to remember that those sacrifices, when, when those sacrifices took place, those sacrifices were for unintentional sinning. Those bullocks, those sheep, those, they weren't being slaughtered for people who intended to sin. If, they, if you intended to sin, then you'd, you weren't coming to the tabernacle. Hello, those sacrifices were for unintentional sinning. That's why God required those inward parts, that those vital organs to be removed, because he needed to move, be moved in. Amen. In every vital area of our lives. That is effective spiritual leadership and kingdom building to realize that and when i begin to study the old testament and that and that begin that revelation begin to hit me i'm like wow so i'm like god you know i and, and in my bible studies i just have one on one time just talking to god the holy spirit while while i'm i'm like so you mean to tell me that the the sacrifices, and, and when you look at the number of what, what Solomon sac- sacrificed, 120,000 of this and 120,000 of that and 100,000 of this, when you look at that, so you mean to tell me that that 120, that was unintentional sinning? It. It makes you, it really makes you think when the scriptures declare that if the righteous man and all that, and, and all that he does is right, just scarcely make it in, then where will the, the ungodly appear? So we have to really build with that and putting that in mind and really stressing that. My God, I'm I'm thinking to myself, if this was just for the unintentional sinners, then my God, now we understand why it became such a bloody battle 
to to get them into into the promised land, which which was was not the intent of God for it to become that bloody of 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 an era. But that is. That is why. That is why the kingdoms got divided. That is why then everything was destroyed. That is why the the children of Israel were constantly uh, taken over by other governments and and put in put in slavery and put in bondage due to lack of relationship, due lack of faithfulness to. God, and so that lets us know that we cannot build anything based on a intentional sinful life. We all mess up, nobody is perfect, but the Bible says to make a difference between clean and unclean and holy and unholy, and if we are intentional sinning, we need to stop and get our relationship together before we continue building amen it's, it's time to repent repent amen amen and we are moving and operating in unintentional um when we're being intentional in our sinning um and in the things in which we do you know it is it's time to put our relationship in perspective you know our relationship amen. in perspective he says you love me you obey my commands yeah you know? and 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 we we say that we love him but god is like you know i want you to show it you know i don't want you to honor me with your lips and your yes. heart be far away from me yes you no know, he said no I, I need you to draw unto me i need you to draw unto me with your heart you know with your heart and so i just absolutely love it you know as you talked about that the inner parts amen that the removing of the inner parts and you know and, and it's it's time that look, we come into that place of of repentance amen um for those sins that we commit so that glory to god as and we turn away from it because we got to know that repent is turning away we turn away from those things um that we know that is not a pleasing unto god and and what i love about it with god um apostle is this is that he doesn't he wouldn't he does not require anything of us that he has not given us the capacity to be able to do Amen. That's, that's one of the things that I definitely, definitely um, love about God. And so, you know, just like you said, if, if we are building anything, amen, um, and, and having a, just a simple life, a simple lifestyle, um, amen, that, that those things are, are surely, amen, um, destined to fade away, destined amen. to fail, destined to not to be successful. Why? Because it's not built on anything that is solid it is not built on um and and from a pure and authentic place it's not built in the word or on the word of god and therefore the foundation of it is faulty yeah and with a faulty foundation surely surely you know surely it, it it will fail surely it will fail just as surely as you build it Amen. And we cannot be misled by giftings because the Bible decrees and declares that there are gifts and callings without repentance. You know, just we cannot look at, well, my goodness, you know, that that's a mega, that's a mega uh, church. That's that they got all these campuses going on there. But at the end of the day, like I was discussing with you off offline when when we look at solomon and the work that he did god declared in his word he said when it comes to solomon he said to consider the lilies of the field 
You know, he said that Solomon and all of his glory were not even arrayed as these. God looked at all that he had built as being a failure. That means before the judgment seat of Christ, it, it will not stand. There's, there's no eternal reward. He's going to hear, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And so we cannot look at uh, big fancy buildings as defining success. Mm -hmm. Success is faithfulness to God and you completing your created purpose. Whether now if that takes you to the mega building, praise God. But but even if it's your ministry at home, hello somebody. Mm -hmm. If you complete that faithfully. Yeah. Okay, until the end, holy, pure, fruitful, living for God. His word decrees and declares there is a mansion in the sky that he will deed thee. Amen. And, and, and prophetess, I had a divine experience during my rebirth where I seen a glimpse of a heavenly mansion in the heavens. And we're not talking about uh, the size of a megachurch. You know, we or or a size of of mansions that we look at here in this earth realm. When I saw that vision, I thought for a moment I was like, you know, I kind of got caught up a little bit. So, all right, I I seen the New Jerusalem. You know, I seen, but it would be many years into my rebirth that the Lord finally gave me the interpretation of that dream. And when He told me, He said that that you thought was a city of the New Jerusalem in heaven that you saw the glimpse of that I allowed you to see. He said that was one dwelling place, mm. the size of a city, prophetess. My Lord. So when you think of, and, and we really need to think about what we're building, eternity in a mansion the size of a city as your eternal reward for eternity, for completing faithfulness, holy, pure, righteously, even in a small place, but you're going to be rewarded with a huge mansion of that size that will be yours for eternity. It really gives you a perspective that we really need to work for God from and with God from. Amen. I believe that if, if many had that glimpse, I believe that maybe they would look at what they've been building and, and what they have been uh, leading in a much different way. It gives you a much great perspective. Hey, that let me know. Hey, I may not have, have the, uh, the, the big fine fanciness that some big churches have, but my God, the Lord let me know if I complete my created purpose, holy, pure, and faithful, and true to him, and obedience, this is what is waiting for me at the end. My God, I tell you, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the God. Praise <laughs> the Lord. It gives Praise you a, a new perspective on, on what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, in that time, that preparation time is now. You yeah. Know, the, the preparation time is now, you know, um, glory to God to begin to, that, that what we do down here, you know, prepares, prepares 
um, a, a heavenly dwelling place that that we that we will dwell in. And so, you know, even as you know, as you was talking about, you know, King Solomon and what he was, you know, called to do. And I know some people say, well, his assignment was to build the temple and he built the temple, right? And, um, you know, or what have you, but he didn't complete everything. I, I love it because you kept saying your divine purpose, the fullness, you know, God, you know, he don't take pleasure in, in, in a half done job. Amen. In a half done job, because not only was he supposed to, build the temple amen but he was supposed to serve the lord with all his heart he was not supposed to turn to any other false god he was amen. only supposed to serve god himself and so yes he did great works in, in in the kingdom he he built that temple and he and he prepared you know and, and put everything in place and he was very strategic when you go to um second um, chronicles and you begin to study you know how he prepared um, for this temple um, to be built and how he prepared, prepared for his assignment, you know, he did it with all diligence and he started off very strong. He started off very, very good, you know, because uh, he, you know, he had been under his father's, you know, regime, you know, as well. And so he started out great, started out, you know, with God in conversation with God and asking God, you know, for the help and the things that was needed for him to build um, this temple, for him to lead the people. Amen. Um, and, yeah. and for this temple. And so he was very strategic in how he went by. And, and even selecting, you know, the workers, those who would work on the temple and where he would get, you know, the products and things of that nature to get this temple built. And so he was very careful in, in, in what he chose and who he chose and, and what worked with, who worked with him to build this temple for God, this temple for God. But we find, we know that later in life, and he, and he erected the temple, and it was um, splendor, and it was majestic, and we know that the glory of God, you know, came and just rested upon, um, dwelt in that place, and he, you know, even gave him even more divine instructions. But later on, you know, we know we found out he started off good. He had a good start. And, but for Solomon, you know, as he, um, went on later in life and he got all these wives and I always ask, I'm always questioning God about why did this man have to have this appetite for all these women but um, but because of that you know um, his wives led him to begin to have uh, false worship and um, worship um, other false worship false gods and so it and it caused him to have a, a end that God didn't attend for him but because Amen. his heart turned, because his heart turned away from God, he missed the mark. Yes, and that and that model is for businesses, for those who are building mega mega churches, and you're having biz, businesses because Solomon had exports going, yes, he, he had trade going, mm -hmm. he had business going. I mean, he had. I mean, he's just a modern day. I don't want to say no names, but he's just a modern day. You know, if you think of <laughs> those in the kingdom that have campuses and and mega businesses going and planes and all of that, so that's that was King Solomon. But God looked at his work as failure because his heart was not with God. His heart turned away from God. He did not stay true to God. And he was looked at as failure before the judgment throne of Christ. 
Amen. And so th- that this is this is a great example. No matter where God takes you, you know th- this is a good place right here. No matter where God takes you, you know, um, no matter how how much that He gives to you, you gotta we gotta make sure that we maintain our relationship with God. That Christ and and and, and our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and God, you know, that they remain the center of everything. Yeah. And and so that our focus stay on the author and the finisher of our faith. Because when it when it does not, that's why he said, Look, don't turn to the left, don't don't turn to the right, and you're gonna be successful in all your ways. And and, and Solomon found himself in a place where he turned. And and, and that's why again it is it still comes back to this personal relationship with God. You know, he said, Look, meditate on my word day and night. Don't allow it to depart, you know, from your mouth. And so in this personal relationship, you know, with the Lord, it keeps us in a place of focus when we, we take the time. We, we have to take time out of our busy lives, our busy days, amen, um, glory to God, and, and sit before the Lord, amen, and be, and be naked before God, right? Yeah. Be naked and exposed before God so that even if something even if you came into something that could possibly bring forth some contamination in your life that as you before the true living God amen uh, glory to God we can be cleansed we can be purified right yeah. you know our, our mind you know transfer our mind transform our thought process as well and, and, and keep us in that place where amen we allow nothing to break our relationship with God, you know, I come across so many different leaders, amen, um, glory to God, you know, and, and just from different, in, in different areas, even in the fivefold, but um, where they're like, I don't have time to read the word, I don't have time to study, you know, to study, God. I don't have time to pray, and, and all this stuff, and these are, these are leaders um, who, um, who pour into other people's life um, in some form, sh- shape, or fashion, and, you know, even, you know, for myself, I, you know, I'm like, okay, and as I talk to these leaders, I was like, it's, it's no way that you're pouring into the life of people because you got to allow God to pour in you first. You got to allow God to pour in you first because otherwise, what are you pouring out? And that's, and that's just in our, in our personal lives as well. So we have to stop and say, wait a minute, let me pause for the cause or, you know, get up early in the morning and, 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 and take your morning time. And, and be before the Lord so that your the course of your day can be steered in him and guided by him. And we got to stop being so preoccupied because that's what the enemy used to distract us, to hinder our relationship with, with the Lord. And as he distracts us and we're not spending that time with the Lord in the presence of the Lord, you know, um, we're, we're going, we're moving further and further away, amen, from the things of God and the principles of God and things of that nature. And then little things begin to come in and yeah. separate us even the more from the Lord. Amen. Yeah. So, so we have to, so we got to demand our, we got to put a demand on our time, amen, for the Lord, for the Lord. Amen. For us in the body of Christ. We, we put up, we allow everything in the world to demand our time. But it's time for us to demand, put a demand on our time where, you know, we say, um, it, it's one of the songs, I can't remember, but, you know, um, I'm putting everything on hold. Everything can wait. Everything can wait until 
you know, I spend the time that I need with the Lord. Amen. She said, give me you. Everything else can wait. You know, everything else can wait. Because what's important is in this relationship with the Lord, because it is the Lord that gives us the ability and the um the cap- the capacity to do everything else that we do in the course of the, the day. It is Him that gives us the strength and everything else that we need to even conquer, you know, our enemies that come before us, you know, and things of that nature. That that gives us even the discernment, you know, that we need to know when the enemy trying to come and deceive and us and things of that nature, trying to trip us up. That that you know, when the enemy come with the trap and all of that, that you know, it is the it is God that gives us that 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 wisdom and what it is that we need to overcome every power, every work of our adversary. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, the effects, and you know, and we, as we we're just talking about Solomon, how. He turned his heart from God, how it, it turned his heart from God. So let's talk about just the course. You know, what does that course really look like when an individual turned their heart from God? Because with King Solomon, it was a major impact Amen. Um, for his family lineage. So let's talk about that, um, Apostle. Well, when we look at that, we notice that, I believe, Rhea Boehm, came next and it it ended up being just bloodshed just just brutal bloodshed wars um you know what god really wanted them just to be able to walk in and and receive to walk into their destiny ended up being fought in very bloody battles um and and it just ended up being a time of bondage uh, a time of of being scattered a time of being taken prisoner and so now we're talking about the consequences of our action now we're looking at okay well since i did not obey god and i failed god even though i'm rich but i obey god the scriptures declare what will it profit to gain the the world, but lose your soul. Now we're talking about our souls being lost for eternity. You know. Now we're looking at at um, those that were that are that were leading. Now, if we pray that if that God would would bring them into a different mindset and into uh, um, relationship like He's doing within the king within the church right now in the kingdom of God, but for those who don't repent, that means that they'll continue in that cycle, and unfortunately, they will build others that will mm-hmm. keep that kind of repetitiveness going. You know, and not really realizing that it's time to get it right. It's it's they're not realizing the consequences for their action, and and unfortunately, it's going to cause many to not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And that is a really major danger point that we really need to keep in mind as we're mentoring and as we're building and as we're leading. Do I want to be held responsible for somebody else's soul going to hell because I did not 
do things the way God told me to. Or I got so caught up into myself and I was building toward my flesh and, and, and not according to the word and the will of God. And so now Satan, and when you look at the word of God and you look at Job, when Satan, when it, it, he's seeking to devour, that, that's his job. He's looking to and fro, seeking to devour. So where do you think that he's going to go? when it comes time to devour. He's going to go right to that kind of situation. He's definitely not going to go to the holies of holies Amen. <laughs> to try to show his faith. He's going to go to the to the unrepented sinners, to the to the intentional sinners, those who are building without God. And he's and and again looking at the success because of the financial gain, but many will lose their souls. And I know I don't want to be held accountable for nobody losing their soul. Amen. Amen. Hmm. So much um, to, to be said right there. But what we're going to do, we're going to come back, and, and this, gonna, that's, this, is, this conversation is what's going to start, jumpstart um, our final segment that we will go into um, on tonight. But we, so we're going to get ready to go take a break. And, I, and while we're taking this break, leaders, I'll just ponder on the question that the man of God has released. Do you want to be held responsible um, for someone else's soul going to hell? Because you build out of yourself. You were building from your flesh. You were building according to the world. You, world, you did not build according to the word of God. Amen. So just ponder on that question. And we're going to be right back, man, so we can just, you know, dive into this powerful conversation and, and, and just even look at individuals in, that God used to just even talk, amen, to leaders who was right here in this place, amen, in the name of Jesus. We'll be right back in the church in Jesus' name.
Hi, this is Larry W. Robinson with your Gospel Entertainment News Report, brought to you this week by GospelUpdates.com, the Gospel Updates mobile app, as well as the Gospel Updates e-magazine. This week we're catching up with one of my buddies, Minister John E. Ross. He has a new single title, Remember Now Thy Creator. Excellent tune, and I wanted him to come on the broadcast to tell you all about it. Minister John E. Ross, welcome to Gospel Updates. Hey, Larry, and thanks for having me on the show. I have a new release coming out called Remember Now Thy Creator. And basically, it is a song for the young people. It is encouraging them to give their lives over to Jesus Christ. You know, we're living in a day and time when the world is is is, is grabbing at our young people. Satan is doing all that he can to keep them away from a relationship with God through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So this is something to grab their attention and to encourage them them to give their lives over to God through Jesus Christ while they're young and in their youth. Awesome, awesome. Remember now that I created the pre-release date when it's coming to Amazon and iTunes is on January the 5th and then the official release date will be on February the 6th. Remember now thy creator. The new single for Minister John E. Ross featuring King David the Vessel, a new duo and doctrine coming soon to all digital download stations. This has been your Gospel Entertainment News Report. I'm your host, Larry W. Robinson. For more news, download my mobile app. Search Gospel Updates in your app store as well as visit gospelupdates.com. about uh, the Apostle, amen, his release, a single, his release single, uh, Remember Not Thy Creator, Now Thy Creator, and of course, you heard that dynamic foot stomping, amen, grooving, amen, last chance, you heard his choir, amen, singing, last chance, we thank God for the anointing that is upon his life, remember, you can pick up, you can pick up. Um, his music, amen, at, any, at Amazon and surely at our iTunes stores, iTunes store um, as well. Go ahead and grab your copy, amen, of his release. You hear the anointing, amen, that is upon his life. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and grab your copy today, amen, in Jesus' name. Welcome back to the In the Church TV and Radio broadcast. I am your host, Apostle DeRange joining here in the church uh, with us live in the studio. We have none other than the Apostle Destiny John E. Ross. Powerful, powerful, dynamic uh, man of God. And we've just really been diving into a powerful conversation um, that surely the world needs to hear as we deal with the importance of spiritual leadership. Now, the man of God, he left off um, with, uh, we left off with a powerful question that he posed, amen, to those, to the audience, to those that are listening. And it was, do I want to be held responsible for someone else's whole point of view? Because I built in my own strength, I built out of my own flesh, I built 
according to the ways of the world. I built according to somebody else's blueprint and design because I failed to build according to the blueprint, the design that God has given Amen. unto me. Amen. I just absolutely love it. And so we're going to just walk on over to the book of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel. And just, you know, because God had quite a few things, you know, just to say throughout the whole Bible, you know, even over the New, New Testament as well. Um, when, when, when Jesus was talking to those, you know, those Pharisees and Sadducees, Pharisees and Sadducees, and he was talking to them. But we're going to just look at, you know, Ezekiel, the, the prophet, um, in Ezekiel, just a little bit briefly, um, concerning that question itself. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. With that question, you know, itself. Amen. And, and just, just talk about, you know, how did God, did God feel? Um, what is God's heart? Amen. Um, was God taught leaders that uh, better not building according to the blueprint of God? And he had a lot to say um, over in the book of Ezekiel. Um, and just do all out the Bible. Just do all out the Bible. So here, I'm just going to read here Ezekiel chapter um, 34. And I'm going to just read verse 2. And then we'll just go into just um, conversation about it. He said, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy to, and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds. Woe to the, she the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You know, and, and that just brings up uh, a pause. That just brings up a whole nother and open up a whole nother thing. Um, you know, um, but you know, God was de God dealing with these um, shepherds, these leaders who was just after you know um, who who are just going by their own way, building and um, by their own blueprint. And building from a vain place, building from a, a place of selfishness, and but but God sends, you know, a warning to these to, to, to these shepherds, you know, to these shepherds, and and He begins to tell them, you know, look, you know, I have an outing issue, and because you know my flock has become afraid, and and because they have become food for every beast, then He begins to tell them, look. This is what I look. I I am against you, shepherds, because I will require my flock at your hand, and I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep. And the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. He said, "Cause look, I'm going to deliver my flock from their mouth, and 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 they will no longer be fed from them. They will no longer be fed from." And, and he began to talk about, you know, the things that he was going to do here, right, um, to those to those shepherds, to those shepherds, because they was leading the people astray. We have a responsibility as leaders, as leaders, amen, to, to build on the blueprint of God, not on the blueprint of ourselves and causing harm and damage to God's people because we're going to be held accountable. And in that place of accountability, we're going to be held to the judgment of God. And and we're going to be, God is going to judge us. 
And for every soul that we've led astray, we've hurt, we've damaged you. Because of, we want to do things on our own accord. We're going to have to face the judgment of God. Because he's going to hold us accountable. God holds us very accountable and at a very place of high esteem when it comes to those that he has called us to lead. Amen. Glory to God. And and our very lives are at stake. And where we spend eternity is at stake. And so if we are leading um, people astray, if we're leading people astray because we're building out of ourself, we're building for fame and fortune. Um, I think Apostle, you know, um, talked about, you know, building, you know, so I can get the, the groupies and, you know, and, and things of, of that nature. You know, it's time that we stop and cease. Amen. And, 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 and we go back and we regroup. And, um, you know, because it ain't about fan base, fortune, and fame, but that we go back and we regroup and we go and repent before God and, and cry out to God and, and, and you know, in, in that place of repentance and, and turn our hearts back unto the Lord and then ask God to show you the way, to show you the way so that you can change the course, change the course of the destiny that is that is set in place for those who do not, who do not um, lead God's people according to his blueprint and his design. Apostle, I'm giving it over to you now. Amen. Amen. And I was reading in over here in Ezekiel down at the um, seventh verse, it says, Therefore your spiritual shepherds hear the word of the Lord as I live, says the Lord God, certainly because my flock has become prey. My flock has even become food for every predator of the field for lack of a shepherd, and my shepherds did not search for my flock, but rather the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. Therefore your spiritual shepherds hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will demand my flock from them and make them stop tending the flock so that the shepherds cannot feed themselves anymore. I will rescue my flock from their mouth, as they will not be food for them. And so there are, you know, consequences. Um, God's will for us is to remain obedient to him by keeping his word so that we can have peaceful and joyful um, all of his many blessings through Christ, disobedience walks hand in hand with consequences. Disobedience brings a wide variety of horrible consequences, such as spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental consequences. And these are the actions that we don't want to accept. We don't want to think on the different attacks that will come to some that are in the flock, that Satan will launch his attack on them, and that it will lead them into dire consequences, because Satan is seeking whom he can devour. He's, he's, you know, he comes after all of us. We all are tried in this life, but when it comes to 
uh, his his attacks, he looks for the weak that he can mislead, and for those who don't know his word. And even a a good a good example of this is even with Eve in the garden, when he appeared to her and said, "Did did did God really say that you would die? Is that really what He said?" And because she she was already somewhat in her um, relationship with God, she was a little aggravated with Adam and. And and so it was easy for, uh, and she was jealous of Adam's relationship with God, so it was easy for Satan to come in and mislead her a bit and, and get her to desiring something that uh, was uh, against the will of God, that the consequences of that was the loss of our eternity. We lost our eternal dimension once that disobedience took place and then went unrepented. So when we look at what happened to our world since then, now we thank God for Jesus for coming. So we know that because he has died and because he came and, and sits on the throne and he is there watching over us, we know that, as like God said, there is going to be a revival coming. There's going to be a time coming. There will be some help. For those who get into that situation, but let's back up before we know that help is coming. But just think of those who would have missed um, some 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 very devastating times in their lives. Those who maybe would have achieved a goal sooner than rather than later. And for those who, my God forbid, that the situation goes on that they don't find out till way later in life. And then there's consequences for those actions. And so we really don't want to be held accountable to, uh, to God for those people when that damage takes place and it cannot be repaired by us. You know, there's, we can't go in and undo the damage. If the damage is done, the attack has happened, the misleading has happened, the consequences have happened. And so now it's, it's just a, a praying through um, a, a repentance, uh, going back to God, but just knowing that, man, had I had made better decisions earlier, had I had really sought God with my whole heart, if I had not operated out of anger, out of flesh, out of my own selfish de desires, that many people, you know, would not have had to pay such a consequence due to my lack of, of relationship. And so what do we mean by this? We mean Satan's going to launch an attack, and, and, and it's going to manifest in many different ways. It could manifest in, in a, a sickness. It can manifest um, in, in, in our homes. It can manifest with our children. It can manifest in so many different ways because of the attack that will come against us because he's seeking those who that he can devour. He's seeking those who are not in relationship. He's seeking those who are who are detached from God. And then what really takes place here is then we begin building false religions. 
And then we begin we begin building, um, teaching people um, out of things against the word of God. And so, and that's dangerous because as that begins to build, then what's going to happen is that's going to cause more demonic spirits to take place in society. So now that we're causing more people that's going to go to hell. We are causing, um, when when we begin to disobey God, there's going to be consequences. So we're talking about how the, the storms are, are wreaking havoc. Like, you know, you've heard like these hurricanes that hit and they're so catastrophic until it's, it's, it's something that um, is the largest or the most catastrophic in history or or the the when you look at the violence that's taking place in the schools how there all the shootings that have been taking place each and every week when you look at um the violence in the neighborhoods when you look at at um the the problems that are taking place in today's society, which is kind of what let's talk to the Lord is about. It's let's talk to the Lord is about going to God's word in everything that is happening in today's society and getting the answer from His word on how to handle those situations. So when you look at today's society and the mess that the nations are in, the wars that are taking place, the bloodshed, all of that comes because of religion and religion without God, operating without God. But when we walk in relationship with God, we know that there's benefits. God will bless us. He'll bless the nation. You know, he will He will overflow, you know, uh, our our needs will be met, but a lot of people are are kind of selfish with it. They're not looking at it as a kingdom because some people are like, well, I'm rich already, so hey, you know, I'm I, I already got plenty, so you know, and because of that selfish action, they're not realizing that there's going to be consequences against the city, the towns, the country, because of unrepented sin. God is going to send judgment to bring us back into alignment. So why not get aligned with him now while we have the opportunity, while we have the chance? Why not get in line as the kingdom and receive the blessings of God as a kingdom rather than the judgment of God against the nation, against, against because there's no, proper, um, there's no proper relationship, there's no proper alignment. We're out of alignment. In the Old Testament, you look at the famines that would hit the land because of disobedience. You would look at the, the, the uh, pestilence that will devour the the crops because of disobedience. You look at the consequences for the actions. That is because of disobedience. But that's just like when God said in his word, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, he said, then Mm -hmm. will I hear from heaven. And I will begin to heal the land and begin to bless. It gets back to relationship. God wants relationship with us. And when you look at the danger, not only of the consequences of the actions that's going to take place in society because of disobedience, but like I said, the number one thing, you don't want to be the cause of somebody losing their soul. 
That is, that's what keeps me rooted and that's what keeps me grounded because after a while, God is going to, he's going to cease from trying to convince us to seek him. He's going to turn us over to ourselves. And then once that happens, judgment has already been given. And then we're, we're living without grace. We're living without mercy. We're living without God's presence. And I don't want God to withdraw his presence from me. I want to live. It's been a difficult time enough in this world to survive without trying to survive without God. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a life without God. That is, I want, there's hope. When there is God, there is hope. I don't want a life without hope. I don't want a life of damnation. But many have to really take to heart. Take to heart. You don't want to afflict because of your selfishness a a uh, judgment upon those that you are leading and cause their souls to go to hell or cause them to have to suffer unnecessarily for God to bring them back into alignment when you can already just be in alignment already. When we know already because of unrepented sin that there's going to be problems in this world that we will suffer, but because Jesus died on the cross, we have redemption. We have somebody who is there. Death does not carry a sting no more. We have life, eternal life, wonderful life with God after death. But without God, many are going to lose their souls. And I know for a fact, I don't want to be the cause of nobody losing their soul. I would rather tell you the truth and you not like it now and you to hear it now from me now rather than you end up uh, me telling you a lie that's going to mislead you, that's going to cause you to miss your mark, that's going to cause you to miss heaven, that's going to cause you to miss your created purpose and know that that judgment is going to be coming back on me because it's declared in God's word that it will. That is just something that I am not willing to risk. Amen. I know that's right, Apostle. You know, it, it, it is not worth my, you know, my eternal, uh, where I spend eternity um, as well. You, you know, I can deal with you being upset with me, amen, right here, uh, word of God, because I just do not want um, God to be upset with me, and I have to deal with, amen, the consequences. You know, he told them, you know, so he told them, amen, those um, leaders in Jeremiah that were scattering the sheep, um, that, that was yeah, scattering the sheep, he said, look, I'm about to ascend to your evil deeds, and, you know, and, things yeah. like and then I began to think about, um, Hagar, amen, and when he's talking about consider your ways, amen, yeah. we have to be a people to consider our ways, you know, and, and so many times, like even over in Hagar, as they was um, in, in their own mind and reasoning in their own mindset on why they wasn't moving and doing what it was that God has called for for them to do, why they wasn't building, rebuilding that temple and um, at, at that particular time. And they had all these reasons and all these excuses on why they was doing what they was doing instead of 
um, you know, doing the things that God that God called forth for them to do. And so he said, look, is, is it time for yourself to dwell in your panel houses as the temples um, lie in, as this temple lie in ruins? He said, look, I need for you to consider your ways. And in considering their ways, and he was just letting them know, look, you, you're doing all these things. You, you're sowing much, but you're getting little. You're, you're eating and you're not getting enough. And you, you're drinking, but you're, you're not getting full. You, you know, you're calling yourself, but you're not being warm. You're not being warmed and you know, you are, um, you're earning wages, but you know, you earn wages. It's like you got holes in your pocket. Why? Because yeah. you are not doing what it is. You are not operating in, in the blueprint, in the plan in which I have declared for you. So I need for you to consider your ways. And yeah. in the considering of your ways, when you find, truly consider your, yourself and, you know, and be true to thyself as well. And in and, and, um, Apostle already gave, gave the scripture in Second Chronicles 7 and and 14, when you consider your ways, find yourself in that place where you repent. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So that the healing and the restoration can begin to take place in the land. Amen. Yeah. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So that you won't have to be accountable for having blood on your hands because Amen. you did not do what it was that God has called for for you to do. You know, we have truly released one tonight. Um, some powerful nuggets amen. Um, for, for God's people, amen, uh, when it comes to the area of, of um, spiritual, the importance of spiritual leadership, and as we have, you know, died into it and given leaders and, and mentors some great key points on how to, um, for leaders, how to be effective leaders, uh, in, in addition to, um, to mentors, you know, how, you know, how to be, you know, effective mentors um, as as mentees as well. And so many different dynamics. It's a whole lot that that still have not been covered when it comes to this topic. Um, but we only have just, you know, a few hours to dive into um, this, this powerful word. And, you know, we've talked about discipleship being rooted in Christ, our personal relationship with the Lord. I love walk, amen, uh, with the Lord. I, I love life, our Amen. The intimacy with, with God, the Father, um, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, glory to God. You know, thank you. We talked about getting that heart right. You know, um, um, the inward most part. And as the apostles so um, diligently and, and eloquently um, just broke down um, the tabernacle and, 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 the, and the structure of it and how everything functioned and things of that nature and how it is considered uh, with, with us and so and how it should be. Amen. In, in, in our lives, in the lives of God's children, you know, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. So we've dealt with so much um, on tonight, and we bless God for this dynamic, powerful conversation. And so I want, we want to make sure that we don't leave here without you guys uh, getting Apostle's information. I know, Apostle, we did share how to um, connect with you earlier in the broadcast. We want to just read, um, we want to read. Um, iterate how people can get in contact with you and also um, and let them know you know how they can connect with you and where they can find you and hang out with this <laughs> with the dynamic <laughs> apostle Destiny John Ross, amen, E. Ross in the name of Jesus. Can you go ahead and provide that for them? 
Yes, my email address is johnroth544 at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I have a like page for the Omega International Prophetic Ministries. I have a like page for the Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio Talk Show. And I have a like page for my music page for John E. Ross, all on Facebook. Please like us. And then we also have some group pages. We have a group page called Working On Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio Talk Show. And we have a group page for the minister, John E. Ross. Those are music pages, and they're pretty interactive because um, those are the pages where other artists will post um, their their videos. Um, they will post links to their new songs. Um, and then we even have on, um, on the Let's Talk to the Lord, working on Let's Talk to the Lord, that page is where a lot of prophets will post a live uh, prayer morning manna uh, when when uh, command your day when they are prophesying and they're leading worship first thing in the morning and is they're really really good I utilize that myself especially when I'm in a place where I really want to reach God there's those places there where you can worship with them as you're in your home and um, their live Facebook feeds um, so those are pretty interactive pages where you can utilize those pages for your spiritual growth. We're also on iHeartRadio. You can share um, episodes from Let's Talk to the Lord there on iHeartRadio. We're on WITV7, ChristianBroadcastersNetwork.org or .wix, either or. If you click on Broadcasters, click, click on Let's Talk to the Lord or Minister John E. Ross, All of those will take you to the gospel radio talk show that we do. We just ended season three to two tonight, and we're getting ready for season three, which we will be coming back in September with season three. We have a few more episodes left throughout May, and then we will be concluding season two. So check out Let's Talk to the Lord gospel radio talk show. If you go to Google or Yahoo, put in Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio Talk Show. We have over 70 episodes of of ministry, of testimonies, of prophets, prophetesses um, giving their word on God. They're, they pick the topic according to God, the Holy Spirit. He told me to have them pick the topic. And he said, and then you and your guests both go to my word and tell tell the kingdom what I said in my word about the topic that relates to today's society. So we have episodes there for for everybody. We have every genre of music there. We have worship music. We have those who like hip-hop or rap music. We have rap music there. So we end each show with a worship song or some type of music. And so we have music for every genre. We have speakers from every genre, men, women that are really on fire for the Lord, those who God has brought out from the streets, out of drug addictions, out of gang banging, and God has gotten, Jesus has gotten a hold of their lives and transformed their lives. Now they're rapping for the Lord. They're living for the Lord. They're going hard for God. And so we have some dynamic testimonies there. So check out Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio talk show and 
My EP is available in every digital outlet center, CD Baby, Google, Apple, iTunes, you name it, it's there. So please, please support us. We appreciate your support with Remember Now Thy Creator. And we also have a a video for that song on YouTube and on Facebook. If you go to either place and put in Minister John E. Ross or Remember Now Thy Creator, the video should come up. And so we would appreciate your support out there. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, God. If you would like to be a guest on the show, leave me a message at either one of those pages. We can set a time and a date for you to come on the show. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. You have He just given you every way possible to connect with yeah. Him. Um, this is very um powerful uh, apostle I, I just love um amen his spirit i just love what god is doing through him in him and around him um glory to god you know thank you jesus apostle i know you you mentioned um of your the, the church amen um the omega international prophetic ministries uh glory to god you know thank you jesus where can we find it um is it um Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Where are you at? What what city and state? Are you- I I am in Wichita, Kansas. Omega International Prophetic Ministries right now is an online ministry. We have um, we've got so much going on with the radio ministry, with the music ministry, and then we have Bible studies on Omega International Prophetic Ministries. We have re- prophetic releases that we have there. That is a very interactive page. So go there and and really just um, let the Lord bless you. Um, uh, we have so many good nuggets there. Every episode of Let's Talk to the Lord is there. But we have not branched into a building as of yet. We are um, apostle-designate, so we are just being led by God. We're building that holy foundation right now, not knowing what the future holds. You know, if the Lord wants me to branch out and and, and purchase a building and, and begin to do that, we will definitely do that. But we don't want to get too far ahead of the Lord. We want to be walking step, step in step with him. But if you would like for me to come speak, you want me to come and do a workshop, you know, anything that you need me to do, come host an event. Again, John Ross, 544 at gmail.com, or just message me at any one of my pages, and I will be back in touch with you. Amen. We just bless God for you. Amen. To stay in God's blueprint. Amen. Yeah. He has marked out for you in that dynamic plan. And so we just uh, we just bless God uh, for you, Apostle, and the great things, again, the mighty things that God is using you, how he's using you. You know, in, in just various areas and, and sectors, amen, um, within within the world and society and, and just in in equipping um, people, amen, of glory to God, building a people, amen, uh, of yeah. God, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. You guys know it's not about, amen, um, glory to God, we, we're, we're not building buildings, amen, glory amen. to God, we got to build a people. And that's yeah, we are the building. Right, amen. Glory to God, we got to build a people, amen, where God can dwell in. And that's what this yeah. is, the importance of spiritual leadership is what it's all about. And we have just had 
I'm telling you a phenomenal time in the church one tonight where we have none none other than the anointed, appointed, powerful, dynamic man of God, the apostle destiny, um John E. Ross. Amen. Glory to God. So gifted, so talented. It's just an honor um, to have you tonight in the church with us, dynamic um, man of God with us in the in the church TV and radio um, family. So again, I do want to thank you, Amen, on the behalf of of the in the church family for joining us tonight. Amen. And it was a pleasure to be here with you and the listening audience. And get ready because in season three, we're going to have Prophetess. She's going to have to come on over and, and, and minister with us on, on an episode of Let's Talk to the Lord. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Definitely will be over there. And we're going to be definitely looking forward to a very high time in the Lord. Amen. I'm worried to God on Let's Talk with the Lord. Um, as well. So you guys get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen. Um, as as we definitely um, go over and just fellowship um, in the presence of the Lord on Let's Talk with the Lord. But you know what? It has been a phenomenal night in the church. And we thank God uh, for having each and every last one of you with us. We do thank you for sharing this broadcast on your social media platforms and so that those that you know um, could got engaged in what it is that that is taking place right here um, in the church on tonight. And so we thank God for each and every last one of you and definitely, definitely connect with us through our social media platforms. We would love to engage in powerful conversations and continue this conversation um, as well. If you just go to Facebook and Instagram, you can um we're at in the church on on Twitter. It's in the church live. In the church live. Um, glory to God. You know, thank you, Jesus. As we would just continue, continue, continue um, to walk through this word of truth. And let's just have a conversation as we become social. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. And continue to work and walking out um, this word of truth in our day-to-day living Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us in the church. We will be back next Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. Walking in the word of truth. Shining the light of God's word on the good, the bad, and the ugly. Exposing it all so that we may know the truth and the truth shall set us free. In Jesus' name. With that being said, dynamic people of God, let us go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 amen. Your ear is soon to come. It's never too late. But give me life.
Jesus is calling, he's calling, Jesus is calling, he's 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 calling